Hi, I'm Bernadette Joy. In 2014, I took out $72,000 in student loans to pay for grad school. Less than two years later, I made my final payment. Now I'm on a mission to help others save $1 million of debt by showing how you can save money, make money, and earn the lifestyle you love. You'll hear from friends and experts that helped me on my debt-free journey. Welcome to the Bernadette Joy Podcast, Crush This Debt, Season 2. this debt and we're here on another episode and today we're talking about something that I am absolutely obsessed with real estate and we have our friend here Kim Snyder from high caliber realty and we're gonna pick her brain about money saving tips and things that you should do to make sure that you're either buying or selling your home the right way so thank you so much for joining me today thanks for having me uh, so first of all because you have an interesting background you're not the typical real estate agent tell me how you got into real estate so I got into real estate. My husband's an architect. David's an architect. Um, he built houses when we first moved to Charlotte Custom Homes. And so I got my real estate license to sell his houses. Oh. And so that was back in 2005. And yeah, 13 years later, here I am. <laughs> and you're still doing it and still loving it? Still doing it. Still loving it. Now, most people will say that your home purchase is going to be probably the biggest purchase you're going to make in your life. So there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Yep. With that, can you tell me about um, something that you feel like people don't want to spend money on that they really should be spending money on in this process? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's all a part of the coaching process, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to explain to them the importance of getting uh, an inspection either before, so you know what to expect, expect when a buyer is coming to see your house, or for a buyer, so you know what to expect if... You know, if you're just expecting to walk into a home and paint and be done with it and you really need to do these other things, taking care of that before you buy, having the seller take care of that stuff. You know, those are huge things that you should be able to negotiate and deal with ahead of time. What are some things that you think is important for someone to think about when buying a house from a financial perspective? I... I think it's super important for people to shop ahead of time. So okay, if yeah. you decide, um, if you think right now we might want to sell the next, even the next year, go ahead and start looking, right? Mm -hmm. Because one, you're going to start finding different areas. You're going to start noticing houses going super fast in one neighborhood and not so fast in another, which could be a huge opportunity because if you're willing to put a little money in a kitchen and that kitchen's already done, you know, you could save twenty, thirty thousand potentially, right? It just yeah. depends on if you want to do that kind of work. Mm -hmm. um, I also think talking to a lender and getting that uh, all of your scenarios, right? Not just saying, "Hey, what's my pre-approval amount?" But going in and saying, "What's um, what are the options? What are all the options? Like, let's look mm -hmm. at what does it look like if I put this much down or this much down, and what are my payments and." If a lender says you're approved, that doesn't mean that's your budget. So, Okay, so let's talk about that a little <laughs> bit because I hear people say that so often that they, oh, I got approved for this amount. Mm -hmm. um, AJ and I, when we went to buy our first place, we went on the basis of what he could get approved of if it was just him. That was just us. Perfect. What do you think about that? Like, no. I, I think it's super important to just go off of one person's income. Uh, you don't want to over 
I don't know, overspend in that sense with your home because you're going to want to decorate. You're going to want to you're going to want to go out to restaurants and eat and have fun and have entertainment and you don't want all of your money going into your house. Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. you need to live. Yeah, <laughs> no. Point. Absolutely. And that's how AJ and I have kind of approached it is that when we were first looking at houses, we were actually making the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. We were close in income and we decided let, let's go with what we could afford that assuming one of us lost our jobs that we could still easily afford yes. this place and people were surprised because they were saying oh well you and AJ both have good jobs like we're surprised that you just bought like a two-bedroom like townhouse when everyone else who was in the same income range as us were buying like these huge houses right. um which was really good practice for when we bought our second house, which is where we are right now, actually, which is a bigger place, but we kept that discipline and we moved that over into the new place and it's not a financial like burden. Right. Right. And you can always move up. So don't, don't put yourself in too much of a bind. And you said something that's super key, right? Like when you never know, but you quit your job and you are <laughs> taking this huge leap, right? So when when that stuff happens, it's easier to make those decisions, right? You're not like under this this mortgage payment that, oh, I can't quit my job. That like it's you're a slave to it, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I I can't do it because Yeah. So yeah. it's super important to the one going off of one income or even half of, you know, don't don't buy uh, in an area that's not safe, right? Like yeah. take everything into account, but it's super important to just go off of one. It it makes your living yeah. life, which is what it's all about, <laughs> a little better. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think so many people invest so much time and money into their houses that you end up not being able to spend on some of those other things that are really cool and important. Like, you know, you just came to, you went to Italy a couple of weeks ago. And experiences. Experiences are huge for me. Yeah. So I I could live in um, 200 square feet just so <laughs> that I could be able to travel more. Yeah. Right. And so that, that is my, that's what drives me, yeah. right, is being able to travel. And so I'm not going to buy this huge mega mansion <laughs> that I'm going to leave behind when I go travel or doesn't mm-hmm. afford me to travel. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah. If someone wants to sell their house, what are some tips you have in terms of where you should spend your money, not spend your money on? Uh, it it really depends on the market, right? Yeah. So if you're um, if you're in a super hot market and there are not a lot of inventory, uh-huh. hot market in that sense, uh-huh. then you know it it may not be necessary to do anything. Uh-huh. Right, because uh-huh. buyers will be lined up at your door the first point. moment yeah. you put it on the market. Why? Because they have nothing else to choose from. <laughs> okay. However, if yeah. you're in a market where you're you need to stand out, or you're trying to push the price a little more, like kitchens, bathrooms, painting, simplifying, it's always kind of like the the main things, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm not saying go strip your bathroom of something, but like kind of if that's something you want to do, look at the the price versus the value you would mm-hmm. get out of it. Uh, those would bring you the most value in your your resale. Okay. And time is value too. That's huge. Well, tell me about that because I um, I've seen people try to DIY their own <laughs> sales a lot, and sometimes like they're like, well, why do I need to pay a real estate agent? And I think yeah. one of the big things that um, we tell all our friends is that it saves you that time, which you should value. Well, and selling a house isn't just, um, 
isn't just putting it on the market, getting a buyer. You have showings. You need to know what you need to do, right? Um, You need to understand showings and how to deal with that and that uh, other agents are bringing buyers through your home. And when a seller's there, it's not always the best scenario, right? Like people don't talk freely, speak freely. Mm -hmm. They, um, they hold things back and then they're a little uncomfortable. So they remember that when they walk through your house, right? The seller let us in and it was just kind of weird. Yeah. They just stood there and watched us. Yeah. And you're like, I had that happen once and it was weirdly weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just makes it for an uncomfortable situation, right? Which leaves that as that house in that buyer's mind, right? Mm-hmm. In, in this hot market, like we have low inventory, it's a little easier to sell um, on your own. However, there's a lot of stuff that happens between contract to close. Yeah, A lot of stuff. And that's where you have your other negotiating power. So if the buyer has a an agent dealing with them and the seller doesn't, that's... It's just not balanced, yeah. right? And the seller thinks, oh, I can I can do it. And it's fine. You can. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that can come up. And that buyer's agent is working in that buyer's favor. For right. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think that's important, too, to find a real estate agent that you jive with and someone that gets your interests and Absolutely. wants to get to know what you're really looking for, right? Absolutely. I love my clients. And I feel like you spend such a condensed time, like, talking every day and multiple times a day. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you close. I miss you. Right. Um, And so, you know, last thing I'll ask you is since a lot of people are listening in because they're currently on their debt free journey and maybe they're not um, there yet for buying their house, but they want to get ready for that. Mm -hmm. Do you have a tip or two that you can share with people who are getting ready financially to buy a house? The offer or the list price is not the price, right? It's huge. It's huge because in some cases, yes, it is. But some people may may list at four hundred thousand, thinking that they want to get three fifty, right? And they're just pushing the market because whatever, right? Yeah. Or even saying two two hundred, and they think they can get one fifty. Like, understand that your agent is there to to guide you. And if they send you a two hundred thousand dollar house, and you're looking at a hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy five range, like that's it's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> because they know that house isn't worth that or it's been on the market and it, there's room to budge, right? Right, right. So that's huge as well. Um, and talk to the lender about options, not what's my pre-approval amount mm-hmm. because they may say 400000 and you're only good with 200000 right? Yeah. And what, what do you need? Like really think through what kind of lifestyle you want to live. And like for me, I'd rather travel. So my house is very simple. I don't love things like yeah. that. I'd rather go drink wine and eat the food <laughs> yeah. and just have beautiful scenery. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, what's your motivation? What, what life do you want to live? And that's what we're here for. We guide you through that. Yeah. We guide you through that process. Even if you're not ready right now, does it mean not ever, like we always say, so start looking and you can get yourself prepared for when that time comes. Well, it's just good to know what your options are. And I would also say, don't spend all your money. Like, um, if you have a nice savings built up and that's, you'd have to put it all down, like wait a little bit, don't spend all your money because buying a house, you have a lot of other things to deal with, right? That when you pay rent, yeah, you might be paying more in rent than your mortgage payment, but you have to think about those other things. So look at it as a whole picture, not just 
your monthly payment. I totally Huge. agree with that. I Huge. think that is something that we underestimated. Like we look at lawn care now. We look at we had mm-hmm. a bathroom explode on us the other time. Before our landlord would take care of that, but right. now we have to. So those are things you need to consider when you go into homeownership. I think yeah. that's awesome. How can people find you? Ah, uh, I am here locally in the Charlotte area. I work up in the Lake Norman area mostly. Uh, my name is Kim Snyder. Kim Snyder Pro is my website. Kim Snyder Pro, um, and yeah. I badass Kim Pro is kind of some of my <laughs> handles, but on Instagram, I'm a day in Charlotte, and I really don't post a lot of real estate, like, hey, I sold this, but like beautiful things. So just look. Back. Actually, you need to follow her on Instagram because I follow her on Instagram <laughs> and she does these cool things where every week she'll look like, oh, this week is dining rooms, I think. Yeah. She'll have a theme every week where she looks at different kinds of rooms or different looks on houses and you can get some really good ideas if you're looking. So check yeah. her out on Instagram as well. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for And if you want to learn more about Kim, you can see her on our YouTube and listen to our podcast. And we will have more information for her on crushthisdebt.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Want to join our Crush This Debt campaign to pay off $1 million of debt? You can also learn more about our goal, tips, and today's guest on crushthisdebt.com, our YouTube channel, and social media at Crush This Debt. See you next time.